0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Live Live. 51551 is our text number, as you know. Um, the Mother and Baby Institutions Payment Scheme, um, the government say, is an important measure in the government's action plan for survivors and former residents of mother and baby and county home institutions. Except there is a but. It's not for all survivors and former residents of mother and baby and county home uh, institutions. If you were, as a child, you were there for less than six months, you cannot apply. Jean, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. How uh, are you? Good. When did you discover that you would not be eligible? Um, well, when Roderick O'Gorman made the announcement on television there last year um, and just excluded anyone that was there for less than six months. And how long were you? Sorry? How long were you there for, Jean? I was there for um, five months and 20 days. So you're 11, possibly eight, uh, depending on the month. But you're just a week, a week and a half short. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, what was your reaction when you, when you heard the, the but? Well, I thought, um, for me, he just made that whole thing, my time there, irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, everybody, you know, if, you, if I was there another eight or nine days, as you said, it would be okay. But because I'm that, I, basically, he said I wasn't there long enough to be relevant. He basically said that if if it's called uh, Action Plan for Survivors and Former Residents of Mother and Baby and County Home Institutions, he basically said you weren't there. The law, you weren't there. Because how can it be be an action plan for survivors and former residents? You were a resident of a mother and baby home. Yes, I was, yeah. And I was also, after that time, I spent a short period as well in an orphanage, but I can't get any information on that time from the government. It took me a year to get the information from the mother and baby home, but I cannot. I'm finding it very difficult to get the information that's held on me for the time yeah. that I spent in the orphanage. And So that would probably valid mm. me, validate me for the six months, but sure, I can't get the information. There doesn't appear to be any record of it. But, but, you're, ex- but you're excluded. You're specifically excluded. Completely, completely yeah. excluded. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, because he thinks that because if you were younger than six months old, you would have no memory. And how, like, do, you, how we, do you address that it, thinking? Well, if you're just over six months, do you have great clarity on what happened in your life? Exactly. At six months on a day, you know, you don't. So it, 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 it's kind of, to me, it's idiotic, the whole thing. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. And Jean, do you know how you, you ended up being born there? How your mother ended up there? Um, yes, like, I mean, just, just, I suppose, it's more down to society, as a, you know, yeah. at that time. Basically, you can't stay at home and have a child out of wedlock. So you have to go away somewhere and sort that out yourself. And um, I'm not too, I don't know 100% what hmm. uh, my biological father's stance was, but, but he wasn't around anyway, yeah, so that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what age was your mother when, when you were born? Uh, she was about 22. Oh, so young. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, I know, I know you were adopted at what, between seven and eight months and you had, as as most uh, adoptive adoptees, you had a very, very good life with your parents um, and it was a good experience. Did you ever meet your mother? Your your, your, your Your birth mother. Right. I did, yeah. yeah. Okay. I okay. did, yeah. Okay. We had a relationship for a while, yeah. Okay. Say, say, oh. say with us, Jean, joe at rt.ie. Uh, Catherine, good afternoon, and then I'll go to Mary. Catherine, good afternoon. Oh, hello. Hi, you. You, you, you wrote to us. You, 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 have two, you have two aspects of this. Which mm-hmm. you, go, go ahead, Catherine. Start, start with the, your, your attitude to this redress scheme. Um. It, it's a, it's a joke, really. I think it's, it's, it makes mockery of everything. It, um, the government is saying, we're sorry this happened to you, yeah. but they're not backing up what they're saying. They're, they're, they're setting limits on mm-hmm. everything, um, which are completely ridiculous, you know, um, because any person, whether it be a, a, a woman or a child, who entered these institutions and who stayed there, regardless of how long they were there, all suffered. They're all put in there. Their babies were taken away from them. 
um, is still having consequences today on their families. Um, and, you know, I, I can't fathom it at all. Um, and uh, the, the one that, uh, the issue that I really want to mm-hmm. highlight um, is the fact that if, um, like my mother did, passed away before the government's apology on the 13th of January okay. in 2021, her family, including myself, aren't allowed to get redress on her behalf, okay. which doesn't make sense at all because she's not any less of a person or or any of the women out there because they passed away before the apology. You know, they deserve the same redress and their families as everybody else. They're saying that because the apology was issued in the, in the doll by the Dan Taoiseach, um, mm-hmm. Michal Martin, on the 13th of January 2021, anyone who, anyone who died um, on... Sorry, anyone who died before then is not eligible, yeah. full stop. Well, no. Um, if they passed away before the 13th of January, you're not eligible, basically. You can't get any redress on your mother's or your, or any of your family members' behalf, no. That's their cut-off day, which just doesn't make sense. So, in other words, if, if, if um, it's only those who've died in the last two years... That would yes, be eligible. Yes, yes. Okay, and that's that, 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 that their families can actually. So, if they were alive on the thirteenth of January and after, and passed away since, their family can claim redress. But anybody um, who passed away before that date can't. And what about the children? You're a, you're a child of someone. You yes, you can my, apply along with you if, if you're there longer than six months. Uh, no, I can't apply. I mean, uh, my mum had me. Um, and not in a mother and baby home, but she had my sister in a mother and baby ah, home. Okay. And I'm still searching for my sister. Okay. And where, yeah. where was she, Catherine? Um, well, she was born in Sean Ross Abbey yeah. in Tipperary. My, uh, my sister was. Yeah, Shannon. In, yeah, in 1968. Now, my mum was only 19 years old. Okay. Yeah, and um, she was treated... Or she she suffered horrendously there, and um, yeah, I, I wanted I wanted to get redress on her behalf okay. to be her voice to speak for her. That yeah. her, you know, she was in there, and uh, you know, I still want to speak for her today because she counts as every other woman did and every other child did, you know, mm. who entered these institutions and, and did homes. You, did your mother tell you about the experience there? Um, she did. She told me bits and pieces, yeah, yeah. not all at the same time. She didn't like speaking about it. Yeah. Um, she was very stigmatised and they were made to feel great shame. My God. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my mum was actually sent away um, by my grandparents because they said she would be basically a fallen woman. She would never have a life. She would never be treated well. She would never get married. She would just be an outcast, basically. And did she she tell you about the baby that she had in in Shan Ross in Ross Gray as it's known? Did she? Um, she obviously told you something. Yeah, she told me bits and pieces. Yeah, um, yeah um, she told me she had a, a little girl, okay. and she told me she worked in the laundry before she had her little girl. Okay. And she actually then had to work in the nursery, and she was with my sister for five months before okay. a young family came in and took her away, basically. And then my mum was discharged about three or four months after that back to my grandparents. Yeah. So she had bonded with my sister. And then my... Yeah, and and then my sister was taken away from her, something she never got over. I mean, she never wanted to give my sister away. Oh, did she But obviously... No, no, but she didn't have a choice. No. So, yeah, it's it's awful. I mean, there's, there's... stories behind all of these, you know, women and their families. And like I said, it's still going on today. I'm still looking for my sister. And did did you get any hmm? help in looking for your sister? Of course, your sister sister might not want to be found, in fairness. Well, that's, yeah, and that's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, that's, I I totally, I'm totally prepared for that. Um, I'm in touch with a social worker from Tulsa who has been helping me. Yeah. Um, I've, Got my sister's birth certificate from um, the from the Abbey um, that was uh, registered 
Okay. But obviously it's been changed because she's been adopted. She'll have a different birth certificate. So she may not even know she's adopted. Oh and like you say, yeah. maybe maybe she doesn't even want to, to, yeah. to you know, to, to find out anything. And that's fine as well. Um, but, but, you know... And have you any, any idea where she, is she in Ireland insofar as you know? You know anything? I don't know. I, I don't know anything. Um, I, I know that her adoptive mum is still alive. She'd be probably quite elderly now. Okay. Because um, I've tried to reach out to her because they're having no no luck in actually tracing my sister. Okay. But they yeah. they, they have been able to trace the her mother, her adoptive mother. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I mean, obviously there's information that they can't disclose yeah, to course. me. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but the, like everything, all the records in the Abbey are very sketchy and very little. Yeah. So yeah. it's very, very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mary, Mary Fitzgerald. Mary, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Uh, how are you? How's I'm your... good, thank you. Okay, what was your, what, what's your situation, Mary? Well, um, again, I, I was talking to you on the 13th of January there, Joe. Okay. And um, um, I was... 13 when I was in a mother and baby home yeah. and um, and how long, were you there, how long were you there for do you well know? I wasn't there too long I um, I was there a month before the baby was born and I was there for a month afterwards and then my father came and took me away and um, in my opinion I don't think mm-hmm. it can be solved you know, in a one-size-fits-all situation. Yeah. You know, it's it's different for every person that was there and for every situation, like, it's it's so sad, it's so controlling and so much injustice that if they could step back and just have compassion, first of all, yeah. and just see and look and talk mm. to all these people. And to this day, there's people out there that have never spoken and never will speak yeah. about their experience. And just in relation to this scheme, will you apply for this scheme, Mary? Will you apply for redress? Well, I'm, I don't know, Joe. I'm, well, I you mean, were there, like, it's... If if you were a child and if your baby stay there for less than six months, they're excluded for some reason. But mothers aren't. Right. No, you get you get a you get a, a modest amount. But the other thing you do get is the um is is a is a medical card. But I hope you have one of them. Uh, anyway, um, but how did you end up there when you were thirteen? Again, it you know it it you were dealing. With I suppose it's ha- difficult for anyone now yes. to even understand. I- understand, you know, that a 13-year-old would have to leave their home and go and, you know, stay until you give birth to this baby. Mm-hmm. And when you do give birth, walk away. Yeah. And all, be you 13 or be you 23 or 33, we were all mothers. Of course you were. And that was if you if you did, you know, if you didn't come home with a baby or not, it doesn't matter. I turned into a mother after that. And I was never the same. And, and, the, and ju- just to explain again, people still might fully understand. Um, the, like, what, what, why do you know how you ended up there? Obviously, you were pregnant, but do you know why you were sent there? You wouldn't have known well, where to I go, was, would you? You were sent there, obviously. I was sent there because that was that was what had to happen. Did my parents want to send me there? No. They begged and they pleaded and they fought. And they were they had no say. And who did and they plead and fight with? The well, the, the Catholic Church, and you know, it was the. I think the whole thing. I often think if I murder someone, would I have been treated better 
than I than than we were at that time. Because my parents had to look at me and worry about me. Yeah. I had three brothers and a sister. Yeah. And everyone was affected by this. And I think they'll have to understand that it is not only a fact that a girl had to leave to where they were from and give birth and maybe come back or maybe not come back. But the psychological effect yeah. it had on everybody. It, it is, I couldn't, I mean, I just can't explain or put it into words how much it changed my family's life and my life. And my poor parents there, I mean, they're crying and me going out the door there at 13 and not allowed to come to see me. And I mean, Why even they... when I... Sorry? Why were they not allowed to come see you? I don't have any idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was so controlled. And I... I don't know, like, I mean, you know, how they coped. I just don't know how they coped. And, you know, I used to say to my mother, like, how did she cope? And she said she prayed. Mm-hmm. And my father's way of coping was not to talk about it. Yeah. And never mentioned it. And yeah. there's all this there, and there's all this unnecessary pain in people's lives that is so, so unnecessary. I mean, if they still to this day can say, look, we'll talk and we'll listen and we'll have compassion and we'll understand everybody. And I think they will so much put down this all these words and all these litigation and all these papers and say, look, at the end of the day, it was a cruel injustice yeah. on society. For everybody. And society For, uh, yeah. had to go along with this. Yeah. And nobody, and I, when I say my parents didn't have a say, nobody had a say. And what... Would you have... But how did you find out you were pregnant at 13? Well, the circumstances are so sad, but yeah. I was... Of course, I was very ill. Yeah. And I, they thought it was my appendix. Yeah. And when they operated on my appendix, they discovered I was pregnant. Okay. Did they tell you? Well, they told my father. They told my parents. And your parents told you? Yes. And from that day on, you know, I wasn't, you know, school finished, Everton finished, friends, the whole lot, me going out. You know, I don't think, I don't think, you know, it is possible for anyone, you know, that really don't or haven't been in a situation like this would understand it. And the exclusion of children who were there less than six months, how do you feel about that? Oh, God help us. So how how can you exclude anyone? Yeah. How can you say, you know, one baby was there six months and another baby was there six months and a week? Yeah. Like, how how can you, you know, like, it's... You know, it's not possible. It's just, it's not possible. Well, they're doing it. They're saying it to Jean, who's on the other line. I was, um, she was there, what, five? She's, she reckons she's about eight days short of six yeah. months. And she's she's stigmatised again. She's excluded by this arbitrary... I know. Six months. I know. And, but and Mary, do you, do you, just again, to, to try and acquaint, acquaint people of what the pressure on your family... I know before with other people that they were told if you do not put your child into a mother and baby home, the law. Now this was a story we we heard from a person living in Kerry. Um, 
If you're going to put your child uh, who's pregnant into a mother baby home, the local hospital will not look after her. Did that happen it, in your case? It, it, that was the situation, yes. Mother of God. And for that reason, my parents gave in. Yeah. And for that reason, you know, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I used to kind of, I, I used to eat very much. I was very lonely down there. I was very, very homesick. Yeah. And my mother used to ring me every evening at seven o'clock. Okay. And I used to try and stop crying. Now, I didn't cry on the phone, yeah. but God, I used to kind of let on I was okay to her. What, Not to upset her. You'd cry beforehand and afterwards. Oh, absolutely. And when I asked, could my mother be with me in the hospital when I was giving birth, they said no. <sighs> oh, God. And, uh, oh, God help us. And I know, I, I know, because we spoke before... Um, that that you were a victim of, of rape. That's uh, right. Now you are, as I said to you at the start, you are eligible because you were a mother. It's the children they've excluded for some reason. Yeah. But you are eligible. So so we we we, we look at that with you uh, that with you after the program if you want to pursue it. Um, Mary, do, do you know where your baby went? I do. I oh, okay, do. Okay. Okay. I do. I do. Okay. But your baby now is excluded from that scheme. Yes. Okay. And when you came home, having had the baby, you're only a child. You're only a child. That's when you right. you came home, the baby is gone. I was put up for adoption. Oh, yeah, I know. And how, how, was, was, how was that time for you afterwards? Oh, God. Awful. You know, you think life went on and you went back, I went back to school and... You know, this was the scenario, like, you know, with all, you know, when the baby will be given up, everything will be fine and things will get back to normal. Yeah. But there is no back to normal. There is nothing that would, you know, like, oh, God, the pain and the... Yeah. I always used to cry on... Because Bernadette was the baby's name yeah. on her birthday. I mean, as I say, like, uh, all these girls became mothers. And we all had memories and we all, yeah. you know, be, be they good or bad, we, we get birth to a baby. And, I and mean, I think they'd have to so, so look at this. Look at the mother and look at the baby. And see, and look at it now if there's one of their children. Yeah. What would they think? You know, what would they like? So wh what do you think of the decision to exclude your baby from this scheme? Because I think it's, I think it's so sad. Yeah. It's so, so sad. Yeah. And when you were giving birth, Mary, was there... What, did, did they let you bring in a friend or...? No. So you were alone no. apart from the... Medic. I was alone apart to from the from the hospital staff, but I was unwell afterwards as well. Oh, um, I I I was three weeks in bed afterwards, and then on a sudden, then my father um, came along and said I had to go home. Yeah, well, did you, your father took you out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, he said I'm taking I'm taking my daughter home. I'm taking. You know, if 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 I was to give up this baby. You know, how was I going to, yeah. if I was there looking after it? Now, he didn't understand I never saw the baby. You never saw your baby? No. Even when the baby was born, were you, were you conscious? No, I didn't, no. They didn't put the baby on your, on your chest no. and let you cover No, it. no, they took no. The no. They took the baby away immediately. That's, yeah, they took the baby away, yeah. And what did you think was happening to you, Mary, as a thirteen-year-old? Well, I think uh, you know, you know, you'll be, you know, this is okay now. Like, I, I, this is done with now. Yeah, yeah. This, this horrible, horrible, yeah. you know, tragic trauma is—it's over now. Yeah. 
and everything now can go back to normal. And I'll never again, you know, think or remember or feel anything about this ever again. Okay. You hope. Exactly. And Mary, did you met you met Bernadette, didn't you? Subsequently, I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, did your parents ever meet their grandchild? My mother met her. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Did your My dad? father died in 1987. Well, they sound like they were great, but you're a great person, but they sound like they were great people. They were brilliant people. They were brilliant people. They were brilliant people. I don't know how, I just don't know how they coped, but I suppose, yeah. I think it broke my father's heart and it broke my mother's heart. The way you, you would, know, I, you, the, the way the way they, uh, you know, it's. There's a double. I mean, th- there's a double crime in one sense. There's you, a double. You were raped, yeah. and then that yeah. was a horrific, horrific. It's a crime. It's a horrific experience of uh, act of violence, and then, then you were sent to this uh, mother and baby home against the wishes of your parents. They wanted to hold on to you, and then the baby's taken off you. Yes. Were you given the option of keeping the baby? Do you know? No. Going, no. No. No, 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 it it was under no circumstances whatsoever. And I'm sure that that was the way with, I'd say, the majority of, 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 I mean, it wasn't only me. I mean, I'm sure that was the way with most people, most women. You see? And I see, you'd say, what for, like, what? You know, you know, if people were looked after and given choices and, you know, taught you can do this or you can do that, whatever you want, you know, whatever suits you, and yeah. look after the people and give them help. Yeah, you know, why couldn't that have happened? Because they, one of the things they've been saying for the last year or so is that they hired, I'm sure they're a very reputable company, they hired a consultancy company to talk to, uh, I don't know if they spoke to you, Mary, um, to say to, to, to speak to survivors. And, like, I was saying to myself this morning when I was listening to this again, like, all they had to do was listen to a programme like Liveline over the last 10 years, and we've spoken to powerful, powerful women like yourself. And the, the attitude has always been, no ifs or buts. If you were in a mother and baby home for a day, you should be included in the scheme. No one was in it for a day, by the way. But if, and to, to actually come up with this thing of six, if a child uh, was there for five months and uh, 30 days, they're not, they're not included. It's yeah. just bizarre. Mary, stay, stay with just, us, please. More people want to talk, to talk. I think they want to talk to you or share their experience with you as well. Joe at rte.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 And Joe at we're talking about this legislation that's going through the doll. It'll be going through again this week. Uh, so, so not as all over. Not uh, Everything isn't over yet. Um, and it's called the Action Plan for Survivors and Former Residents of Mother and Baby in County Home Institutions. And the government began by saying some 34,000 survivors... Uh, mothers and babies will be eligible for for financial payment, and nineteen thousand will be eligible for an enhanced medical card. Uh, medical card, okay. Except, you go to the second uh, paragraph, and there's two exceptions. Uh, one, if the child was there, it was born in a mother and baby home, was there for less than six months exactly, less than six months exactly, or if uh, the mother uh, died before. Uh, 2021. In other words, if the mother died, if the if the mother died within the last two years, the family can seek redress, and and will be entitled to redress in the last two years. But for um, women who were in these homes, and there'll be lots of them who died before January 2021. That's the cutoff date, the 13th of January 20. They are excluded as well. Um, so, Neve. Good afternoon, Neve. Hi, Joe. Thanks for having okay, me on. And, and you're listening to Mary there as well, I hope. Yes, what's, what's, oh my God. I know. What's your situation, Neve? Well, my situation is, well, I, I'm, I'm in agreement about all the callers. It's, it's ridiculous, the six-month yeah. cap. I mean, I, I'd love to know, and I don't know enough about whose decision it was, but it's boiling down to more 
probably some sort of a committee, which is absolutely ludicrous. Um, well, my situation, basically, is I, I tracked down my mother, but she, she didn't want to know, unfortunately. Okay. And um, and I, I just feel kind of, I, I, I'm more stressed now than, like, I'm 60 this year than I would have been way before I, I, I undertook this uh, to find out details. I have more mm-hmm. questions now, and there's obviously no point to be trying to get back, like, more un- unanswered questions as well. But she didn't even want to furnish a picture to me. Now, she's either still terrified yeah. of, of what happened, and she, I know she's got other, other children. She's yeah. terrified of them finding out. But we were willing to swap, pho- well, I was willing to swap photographs, like, even through a P.O. box, and she was too, too afraid to do that. Yeah, okay. Now, I don't know enough to know, but I, fi- I found that yeah. disappointing, and I just find... <clears throat> so much discrimination attached to still in the same and age. And I was saying to a researcher, years ago when I went to get my PPS card, um, I was just finalising my application and went to print out my birth card and said, oh, I can't, you're not in the system, you're adopted. You know, and as your researcher said, imagine if you didn't know you were adopted and you're in that yeah, situation. Yeah. And I just found that highly insulting and, and offensive is the word I'd use. Now, I fortunately had a very happy upbringing. Yeah. I really, really did. I was very, very lucky. But I kind of find now things are resurfacing now at the hands of the government again, with this further discrimination o- over the redress, you know? I just you, think it's awful. You're not eligible? No, no. I would have been there from the 22nd of May to the 8th of August. May, and I, You know, yeah. I just, th- I just think it's very insulting, you know? Um, I, I just really... I mean, I don't know anyone that isn't in agreement with that. I don't know one single person that yeah, thinks just it's a good idea. I just, I'm dying to know where the idea came from because they said, they, yeah. I'm not saying it came from the consultants, but they said they hired consultants. But as I say, you just I've, I've yet, in all the years that we've been covering this story, uh, these, these uh, incredible part of our history. And God knows what cost that was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I've never heard one woman or one survivor or one child say, um, I think there's one you'd say there should be some acknowledgement of the suffering we went through, but I've never heard anyone say, "Oh, by the way, I, I only think it should apply to anyone who's been there, any child who was there longer." What, what, what's the argument? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and, and it's mem- memory thing too. You know, it's ridiculous. And the effect I on mean, you? Well, my mother went to collect me um, in August, my and uh, all these years I thought it was lipstick marks on my forehead, and um, for years and years I thought until I discovered through Tussle, I thought that was my mother and she was just delighted to get rid of me and run off and go out, and on, you know. But it actually huh. transpired, it wasn't her at all. I'd love to have known who that was, who obviously cared about me. So she left immediately and she, she left the country. Um, so yeah. that's all. And I had no details of my father because he's dead apparently, but I'd like to have known even where he's buried. I don't even know, did he even know of my existence? Yeah. I've no idea. And in order to get any information about him, I thought... Tussle would have to contact his family and I wouldn't uproot a family like that. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? I just, I wouldn't have it in me, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious and I, I really think we, we, we should know certain information. I do, they did get information about my medical situation. There's no, you know, known medical problems in, in, in the family. Okay. And she did tell her husband about me. So she did take the two arranged calls. So um i i'd like to have known why she didn't want if she said to, if she said just just like explain things to me mm-hmm. do you know what i mean i just think that would be complete closure for me but more more particularly a photograph what harm could that yeah, have done yeah. you know now I'm, I'm putting it down to two things either she just doesn't want to know full stop or she's still extremely traumatized yeah you know um but i mean i, I do think just a couple of lines of photographs it's not a lot to ask for do you know what i mean well, you oh, heard, you heard there, Neve, the pressure. Her parents yeah. wanted to yeah. keep, keep her. I didn't realise things were like that. I honestly, God, didn't know. That is just horrendous. And I can't par- believe that. Part of the pressure, and then she, you heard her saying from the church, her parents yeah. were the, and you yeah. can imagine how powerful the church was in Ireland, yeah. including the 60s, 70s, yeah. and before. Yeah. Um, and then being told, oh, by the way, if you do, if, if Mary, and Mary is listening, Mary, and Mary's parents were told, um, if you do not put Mary into this mother and baby home, yeah. which is away from where she was living, the local hospital, also run by the church, as many still are effectively, I know there's different trustees and boards, and all, but if you do keep her, you and there is an emergency, she won't get into the local hospital, or the local which, maternity hospital. That's just absolutely shocking. So you That's could, just unbelievable. You're getting a glimpse of the pressure that women were under, yeah. and, and, yeah. and their parents in turn. 
Well, that's it. I mean, after I made these recent inquiries, Joe, I I felt a bit guilty for a while as well, to be honest with you, because I didn't want to bring it all up for her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 a very mixed bag for 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 people like me. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 emotional, and you're trying to be logical at the same time, and you're trying to, you know, not upset yourself or anybody else for that matter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just it's just it's horrible, and then for this to happen, but you know, over the reach, to, 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 I, I just think it's just unacceptable. I really do, and it's, and I find it it's very hurtful. The six month rule that excludes yeah. you. Yeah. Very hurtful. And it basically, I, again, Mary, as you said, Mary had no choice in giving up her baby. God. No choice. Didn't even see her child, as you heard. Um, awful. And her parents uh, were marvellous. And, and I don't know what the situation was with, with uh, your mother and, and yourself um, and her, the pressure she was under. But nevertheless, yeah. everyone, everyone under six months who's excluded from this... Yeah. They have it, survivors, they got the survivors uh, and former residents of mother and baby home. Everyone that, that was there under six months invariably was put up for adoption. Invariably. Mm-hmm. And we, I suspect a lot of them were put up for adoption against the will of their birth mothers. Now, that's not to say they didn't get on well and, and the majority did. But, but they're saying because you were given up for adoption on the one hand, but because you weren't there for longer than six months, that kind of negates everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're absolutely. excluded. And did Well, it's not, it's not over yet. I may listen to to yourself and Mary. Stay there, Neve. But, but, yeah. Now go ahead, Neve. You want? No, uh, it's before the doll again this week, isn't it? Yeah, why, why is yeah. why is it? Why why does it keep going before the doll? Like, for what, what's the reasoning? Like, they either make a decision or they don't, or are they kind of wavering now at this stage? Because well, I say. I'd say if they consulted, well, it's irrelevant listening to Liveline enough if they hear women like yourselves, and invariably is women, mm. telling their stories. They said they did consult through a company. Um, but if they hear women like yourself, and I'm sure it's a reputable company, but I'm sure um, if they hear women like yourself, you you'd need a heart of stone and, and, I know, they, and they don't have go. hearts of stone I know there's there's issues in public finance but anyway stay there Neve. Joe at rt.e 51551 is the text Barbara good afternoon oh, hi Joe how are you good what, what do you think of this exclusion for a start well I suppose I, I was adopted in um, and I but I was in a mother and baby home for a very very short time like a matter of short weeks okay and when I heard that it was only for survivors of six months, I just put it until I um, heard your opening caller on the show today. Yeah. I, I kind of just put it to the back of my mind, okay. and you know, and thought, and I, and then uh, thought myself, you know, very grateful that um, you know I didn't have to spend too long there yeah. before yeah. I was adopted, and you know, and I would say I'm quite grateful for the life I've had and yeah. the yeah. parents I've had. But that doesn't negate the fact that I suppose my path was changed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and in a sense, you know, I, I was lucky in, in, in what I got. Um, and I suppose I've recently, I, I suppose I have met my um, my okay. birth mother. Okay. And um, she just said, uh, she apologized to me and she said, I wasn't allowed to keep you because I wasn't married. So, so you were, uh, yeah. No, you, 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 you use the word negate, which is so powerful. Um, yeah. The fact that you were you were given up after a week does that negate the fact that you were given up against or your mother's will? That I was against. Yes, exactly. Or um, you know, maybe not so much against her will. Or there was that kind of, I, I suppose, belief that because. She wasn't married. She couldn't keep me. Yeah. Yeah. She had the choice was taken away from her. Y- you know. And um, and the, I suppose I, I said in the email, there's studies coming out now about, you know, okay, we knew that that young children and babies don't remember very much yeah. before they maybe what two, three 
even four. But but I suppose there's research coming out that there's like we hang on to the emotional yeah. memories, yeah. emotional trauma. Like so, um, I don't know what <gasps> what effect that might have had on me. I know it certainly had an effect on her. Yeah. You know, but um, I don't know. But I suppose the compensation scheme is. It's not that I'm looking for anything, but it's probably the only tangible thing that can be done to say what was done was wrong. Yeah. And was wrong to everybody who was put up for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of what age they left that, that institution at. Yeah, and I'm not necessarily saying that I regret my life or if... Yeah, I know, I, I hear that, I hear again, that. I wouldn't yeah. take that, you know, I wouldn't want the same path yeah. because... I, I, I can't undo the love I have for my parents and my siblings yeah, course, yeah. and uh, the love they had for me. But it was, you know, um, it was just the way it was done, really, you know. Yeah. And to exclude uh, a section, to call it to call it uh, an action plan for survivors and former residents of mother and baby and homes and county home institutions, but then to, to spend the first, second paragraph going through the exclusions. Yeah. So why do some people matter and some people don't? Well, you see, that's this, isn't it? And it, it's interesting you're you know, in it. You just summed it, it up in a sentence, Joe. You know, it, that, is, that is what it, you know, that what it, what it boils down to. Everyone who's in a mother and baby home matters. Everyone. Um, Barbara, and it's interesting what you said at the start. When you initially heard it, you kind of, I don't know whether it swept over you or you kind of said, oh, um, I'm sure they have their reasons. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I just didn't think very much. I suppose from the point of view of my life has been very happy. Yeah, yeah. So I, I suppose it's all to do with perspective. And, you know, like, I suppose we we see the world from the way we are and, you know, not what it is. So, from you know, I had a happy life, a happy childhood. Yeah. So maybe I, maybe I thought I didn't deserve it. I don't know. But also, it's like hearing, if, if this whole thing about childhood memories, if you discover when you're 14, 20 even, if you discover that there was an episode in your life in your first six months... Yeah. That was distressing. Yeah, you know, talking about it. That does the fact that you cannot remember being knocked down by a car or whatever. God forbid, when you were under six months, does not mean that it is not part of your life. Exactly, it is part of your life. It's just that I, we can't remember it. Yeah, you that's, know, that's our argument. Say with us, Mary. How are you doing, Mary? You okay? You okay to stay with us for a few more minutes? I am indeed. Yep. Okay. Um, say with us uh, joe at rt.ie 51551 is the text talk to joe on 0818 715 815 talk to joe on 0818 715 815 the government is uh, trumpeting a new uh, scheme they're introducing they're pushing uh, well they'll, they'll democratically put it through the, the parliament that's their job uh, they call it an action plan for survivors and former residents mother and baby and county home institutions there is yeah, they say 34 survivors will be eligible to apply for financial payments and get them 19,000 will be eligible uh, of these survivors of enhanced medical card under, under the scheme but they say even though you know obviously you were born in a mother and baby home Obviously, if you don't know, it doesn't arise. But even though you know and you can prove you were born in a mother and baby home, if you didn't stay there when you were a baby, as if you had a choice, if you didn't stay there longer than six months, you're not eligible for this scheme. And that's even even women we're hearing, and we've heard them before, that even women who've been there longer than six months say nobody, nobody should be excluded. And uh, as Barbara said, there we all we all matter. Uh, Olga, good afternoon, Olga. Hi, George. How are you? This is my name is Olga. I was um, I was in the mother of baby homes in Besborough County Cork. Okay. And my in 1976, my first daughter, and uh, it was taken by force from me. I was mm. there for nine months. 
it was taken, my baby was taken at um, one o'clock in the morning. And what age was your baby when? when my the, baby was uh, three months. So your baby now wouldn't apply. Well, sorry, it wouldn't, wouldn't be eligible. I don't know why she'd... she'd no. Just wouldn't, wouldn't be eligible. End no. of. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was there for nine months myself. Yeah. Uh, it's the aftermath of it. Yeah. You know, and like uh, the adoption was by force. Yeah. At one o'clock in the morning, they came up and uh, took the baby for me. And, uh, and did, you, did you know what they were doing, Olga? I didn't know. I didn't know. What did they I say? Was, what did they say they were doing? They just they just told me that I the day before I was after going into Cork, the nuns had bought me into Cork and I was after buying a beautiful pink baby suit. I thought I was going home. With the baby, with your baby. With the baby. With your yeah. baby. Yeah, you with my home. baby, yeah. yeah. And uh they sat at the back of the bus and they wouldn't sit with us, you know. And uh, they brought me into a place there and I bought the, the pink baby suit, which I can still see. I'm now 65 years old. Okay. And I, I still can see the baby suit. Yeah. And because she was a fine big baby when she was born, she was yeah. over 10 pounds. Great, great. So she was a healthy baby. Yeah. And uh, one o'clock in the morning, they came up and told me to come downstairs. And when I came downstairs, my child was gone. My little baby girl. And was she and was she taken away out of the, yeah, the mother and baby home? And she was actually taken in the middle of the night. She was taken in the middle of the night. Yeah. Somebody came to collect her. Somebody came to collect her. Yeah. And do you know where she went? I don't know. I found I found her afterwards. Okay. She was in Mayo. Okay. In County Mayo, and uh, what I'm trying to say is, you still think that when you meet her. You know, when she's 18 or 19 yeah, years yeah. of age, that you can still hold her. Like a baby. And, yeah, and I was, I had still had milk in my breast. Yeah. After having the baby. Yeah. And uh, it was very painful for me afterwards. Of course. I was very depressed for a long, long time. Oh, because it was forced adoption. Yeah. And then what happened to me was I started drinking a lot. Yeah. And then I got pregnant again at 19 and a half. So I wasn't allowed to bring home that baby either. I was there for nine months as well. And they've done the same thing to me on the second time as well. And if soon, what age was your second baby when? Three months. I breastfed her. Yeah. And I breastfed the first girl now she's beautiful now yeah absolutely yeah. stunning girl and the whole lot great but it's the aftermath i haven't found my other daughter i had been tracing her okay yeah so i'm now 65 like and i've been i i was 19 when i had or 19 now and it was halloween weekend so it's a very hard time for me when it comes to halloween yeah. weekend and what do you think of this scheme now that excludes uh, i don't i think it's awful to exclude them you know, it is, because they suffered as well. Yeah. They suffered being taken away from their mother as well. You know, and it was stigmatised at the time. And, you know, you were caught names. I went walking one day to a place where this priest was to bless me. And I was so depressed. I didn't know what I was going to do at the time. And when I went in, I said to him, look, I said, I'm very depressed, I said. And he said to me, I told him what was after happening. I was after coming from Bellsboro and all. And he said, you know, he said, you committed a sin, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, for God's sake. And that's dead of me from all those years. But your opening line to him was, I'm very depressed. My opening line was to him, I'm very depressed. Father, I said, what am I going to do? Yeah. I had, because uh, I had postnatal depression. Now I know it was postnatal yeah, depression. Yeah. And that your child was taken away from you. You know, and the way, the only way I can explain it, George, is if you, it's not the same thing, but if you have a dog, a, a mm. bitch of a dog, and just after having maybe eight or nine pups, yeah. 
and you'll hear them cry for for a long, long time. Oh, the mother. I saw, look at her mother the way she cries for her baby. And I'm still, I'm still crying. I'm still aching all over. It, it has never left me, and it never will. And it was the treatment that you got down there, you know? Yeah. You know, you're brought in the back door. You were, the way it was, your name was taken away from you. Your identity was taken. Mm. Everything was taken away from you. You went and you walked in the laundries after people had babies and you had to wash after them. You had to go out into the cold baths. You washed your sheets and done all that. And Olga, the second time you ended up with a mother and baby home, how did that come about? Did you have a choice then, no? I had no choice. I had no choice to go anyplace. I was taught I couldn't. Nobody wanted me. And we, used to, we you, you told us you were, you suffered, you started drinking, you were I depressed. did, yeah, yeah. And it was through, through being vulnerable and it was being through being gullible and it was postnatal depression, which nobody knew at the time in the 70s. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, people didn't know things about that. Yeah, I didn't know, I didn't yeah, know, didn't know what a contraceptive pill was even. Yeah, but you're here, you're a young woman. It's, we're talking about the 1970s, not the 1870s. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's drink, the way. drinking as a coping mechanism. Yeah. Stay with us, Olga. Uh, Eamon, good afternoon, Eamon. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good, thanks. Well, but again, we're talking specifically about mm. this exclusion of children who yeah. were adopted but were in these mother and baby homes for less than six months. Now, you, you so, are... Joe, I was... Yeah. Yeah, I was, ad- I was uh, adopted around three weeks, after three weeks. And when I... When I saw this on the, on, when I heard this on the radio there today, it just kind of really struck a chord that yet again, I'm not, I'm not being acknowledged, you know, that again, I'm, I'm, I'm being made feel more of an other and I'm, you know, a less of a person, you know, that I'm not, that my time in the mother and baby home, as short as it was, doesn't matter. You know, it's the state are now saying you were not there. Well, like, I can tell you, Joe, I was there, you know. I know, I, mean, I know. So they set up, they yeah, set up a scheme yeah. for survivors and former residents, mm. mother and baby, and county home mm. institutions. You're not eligible, so therefore you weren't there as far as the state were concerned. I'd love to know where the state thinks are where I was. You know, exactly. where am I on that balance sheet? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Where, 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 did, I, you, where like, did you enter this world? Yes. You know where and you again, entered this world, but the state is saying, no, you didn't. Yeah, I just think it's disgraceful. Uh, yet again, another, you know, accounting procedure that has m- big ramifications for people who are involved in something that is incredibly, you know, fundamental to your existence as a human being, yeah. you know, on both sides. Um, I just, I'm disappointed, you know? Mm. Here we go again, you know? This is the country, the, the state, not adequately dealing with their failings, passing the book, you know, and six months, that's, the vast majority of children weren't there longer than six months. Yeah. Most children were adopted out quite quickly. So, is this six months, you know, did they crunch the numbers and say, oh, hang on, you know, was the trauma of being adopted, did, did that, was it, is there a six-month mark where yeah. that doesn't matter? You know? Or, or go it does. To, exactly. Eamon, go the other way. Are they saying a child under six months decided themselves to, to be adopted? <laughs> you know, we should... That, yes. that, that, that's, oh, oh, we're excluding anyone under six months because they... Because we're excluding them. And what's the reason? Well, we're, what, this is not reason they're given, obviously. But are they saying that a child under six months that was adopted is excluded yeah. because they had some hand act or part in their own adoption. Well, I, just, I, I don't know. I, I know, I, I know. It's, see, it's, I would love to it's see, a bizarre yeah, way of putting it. I would love to it. see the reasoning. I would love to see the reasoning behind this six months. Yeah. You know, the actual re or, or was there even any reasoning? Was the number just picked out? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
it's just and then I'm just thinking of what Catherine said a few minutes ago and Catherine said when she heard this initially and she was in a similar situation and she said most children seem to be in a similar situation I've been there for less than six months when she heard this exclusion initially well, she immediately fell back on, well, I had a good life and which my adoptive parents were loving and caring. Yeah. And and yeah. she almost said, well, maybe I don't deserve it. But she's, as you heard her today, she's changed her mind. And, you and, know, and, and it, it was wonderful to hear her speak because she, she said so many things that, that I've been feeling, you know. And she's she's right about the... the, the and I want to be careful when I say this, yeah. but I think it's a thing that has to be said, is that the... the the act of being adopted is in and of itself a trauma for a baby. Yeah. And it's a challenge for it's a challenge for the adoptive parents. It's it's a Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. it's there's the it's the adoption triangle, you know. There's the yeah. there's the, the natural mother, the the new parents and then the, the adopted child. And I think for a long time the voice of the adoptive person mm. hasn't been heard. And I think it should be heard because it goes in tandem with the voice of the the natural mother and the adoptive parents as well. Um, But the state state are saying by this exclusion that because you cannot remember the trauma, that trauma did did not have any impact on you, which is not not sequential. Well, it has had an impact, Joe. It quite honestly has. I'm, I'm a recovering alcoholic. It's okay. over five years now, thank God. Oh, don't um, I, there's been, thank you, there's depression, anxiety, you know, all that stuff. And it all seems to go back to that first domino that fell, you know. Um, so, now again, while saying that, I'm very conscious that there's adoptive mothers yeah. listening. I really want to say that it is not your fault. You did nothing wrong. You did the absolute best for your child and you did the most loving thing that you could have done for anybody was to give them up for adoption. It is an act of great care and love that you did. I just want to be very clear in saying that, Joe. Okay, okay. Say what it's aiming because... Uh, two other men will talk to us uh, after this break. Joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at rt.ie. Uh, Martin Richmond, Martin, good afternoon. Joe, how are you? Good. Uh, and your your experience, Martin? Uh, not unlike the last... Um uh, caller um, uh, and, and Eamon said what I would have said I mean how okay. can you monetize what happened I mean it, to, to me it seems like an overly cynical legal exercise and I think he, he alluded to it as well it's kind of like well how many children um, were adopted out and when and okay that's grand but the bulk of them as Eamon said and I'm sure it'd be borne out with the mm-hmm. fact although the fact is you no, because you're deal- dealing with it for years. Nobody knows the true figures because yeah. some of the information that people have is incorrect. But well, one I, of the figures I mean, I've heard for the ex- this exclusion is twenty four, twenty four thousand. Right. Yeah, well, you know, there, okay. it's it's not twenty four thousand plus the other number of people. So if it's fifty thousand, well, they're saying right, we're saving twenty four thousand. But the problem with it is, Joe, it's, it seems to me anyway, it's a bit like this. What they call it, the book of quantum. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Uh, paying out for, for injuries, there's so much for an arm, so much for a leg, so yeah. much for... You know, when you get to a point and you see so many stories of people who apparently have had the same experience of birth trauma or medical, you know, misadventure, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, and it's, it's so different for everybody. You can't put a value on it. There's some value you can put in it. You can be practical about, you know, a child who has disabilities and needs care and all that sort of stuff, but how can you assess and it strikes me as a very legalistic, bureaucratic, put a line in it and we're going to save X amount of money. Or if we hang around long enough, the women will die off. You know, I can't help but feel that that that, that anger at this apparent move. No, I was all in favour of the release, the birth and tracing, and I know okay. from my own experience, it's not easy. It isn't. My big worry was that there weren't enough people to manage this. Yeah, and well, for the people who have broken cover 
or have decided to seek out their birth parents, they've opened a wound. And the longer it goes on, the more difficult it becomes for them. And, and my, I'm heartbroken listening to some of the stories that that, that woman who had, had two children and was treated like no better than an animal. And I don't know the circumstances that, that apply to my own birth because mm-hmm. the records don't say anything. I have a letter, but this is the interesting thing. I have a letter. Okay. My mother wrote to the agency looking for help and said I was born on June the 8th. All right. My official birthday is July the 8th. So I don't know which one is right or wrong, but if it's June the 8th, I'm entitled. If it's July the 8th, I'm not, because I was adopted in December. So that's the farce of it, because I'm not singling my experience out, but how can you make the difference? Well, a month of a difference. What difference does it bloody make? But they're saying, depending on which bit of paper they rely on, you're included as a survivor or not. Yeah, or not, yeah. And it's just, you know, I'm, I'm glad I have a dark sense of humour, but the irony is lost to me, you know. And I'm just saying to myself, well, what difference did it make to her at the time, to my mother, who was going through this for the second time? She'd, uh, I had a half-sister, as were with the same mother, and uh, okay. she was born of a year or so previously. So not only was she going through what a lot of these women went through, but she had the added judgment and the added repeat offender and all those judgmental BS phrases that were that were heaped upon women and that, that woman who said she was depressed and was, was yeah. called a sinner before anybody tried to help her. You know, that's what we were talking about all along and that's what you know, I'm 62, so I was born in 61. I mean, it was a very different country, but I don't believe it was any better 20 years ago or forever. I mean, we still had mountains and laundries open, yeah. you know, so like how do you quantify or whatever. I, I don't, I, I suppose so the state, I don't yeah. understand. The state you know, are saying, state. you know where you were born. Mm. But the state are saying under the scheme, we don't know where you were born because you're excluded yeah. from the scheme. Where do you think you were born? Did they think you came down and one of those <laughs> chi- Chinese hot, hot balloons or something were dropped into? Yeah, or come up, come up the liffy on a bike, is me what they used to say. Yeah. This, this, this is the whole point. I mean, the interesting thing, though, is is when you talk to other um, people who've had this experience, and some of them will use the phrase survivors. Yeah. I, I choose not to, but I've also discovered, not unlike the people that you've spoken to, that some of the issues I've had to deal with in my life, I, I received some very, very good advice um, from a, a medical practitioner, a psychiatrist, and she said, I hate to sound like the most awful bloody cliche, but... Mm-hmm. The relationship with your mother is fundamental to your state of well-being, your mental health, your, your, your yep. all of those yep. things. And yep. people fall out with their parents. They're, yep. they're, they're you know, mm. I mean, looking at, at the actor on with, with Tommy Tieran the other night. She fell out with her family and it mm. caused her all sorts of pain. Yeah. So it is fundamental stuff, but it's amazing how you can go, oh, I'm, a, I'm a doctor, I'm fine with that. I learned early, but I didn't deal with it. Okay. You know, and I don't know who's making this decision and can say with certainty that somebody who is there less than six months... And you believe, is, it, you believe oh, as you say, it's a cynical numbers game. It's, I really do, Joe. Yeah, I can't yeah. help but get yeah. that, that, that thought okay. out of my head because you see it with other okay. redress schemes and, you know, a, a lot of the women in symphysiotomy, I mean, if they're all, oh, yeah. they're all old, if they, they might die off and the women okay. have that the as well. Stay with us, Martin. Patrick Anderson required. Pa- Patrick, good afternoon. Now you're in a Bethany home which is uh, run by the Protestant uh, faith. Um, are, you, are you eligible? No, Joe. No, not at all. Uh, there's two points I'd like to mention to you with regard to Roderick O'Gorman. And he was asked in the Doyle where did the six-month figure come from? Yeah. And he's never answered that. And in regard to the mention of Oak Consultancy, any right. points from that consultancy report was never used. Okay. So, so, they did, so, so your, your point is, as far as you know, they didn't recommend the six months? No. Okay, okay and that's good. the United Nations have come against and uh, okay. mentioned that Ireland should make survivors be a complete yeah, yeah. you know okay. and it's sad it's very sad that it's ended up the way it has and yeah. I feel sorry for the people who spoke earlier 
Okay, say, say that for a second. Peter, Peter, you're nine, you're, you're nine days short of existing. Yes, Joe, so I am indeed. As far as the state are concerned. Yes, I am. I was um, born on the Navan Road in 1952. Pat, and uh, after, it, it's the way it is now, I suppose. But um, I was nine days short of the six months. But what I really want to say is that um, I think the, uh, the doll thinks that... Um, um, anybody over uh, six months have suffered more than people mm-hmm. under the six months. Well, I was nine days short and I've had five foster mothers and I was about six years of age then when mm-hmm. I was adopted. So I don't know um, if that makes sense to you, Joe. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't make, it doesn't, well, it's irrelevant it whether it makes sense to It makes to sense to you, yeah. but it, it doesn't make sense to me. I, as I'm saying, um, um, I feel that I'm being told that anybody over the, uh, uh, the six months have suffered more than people under yeah. six yeah. months. But I can tell you that I have suffered with five foster mothers, you know? Yeah. So, and I, I was adopted, as I say, when I was six. So, and I feel awful about it. I feel terrible that I'm being stigmatised, you know? Again. 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 Yes, Joe, again. I'm 70 now, Joe, and I still feel, I feel it, you know? And, anyway, OK, the, 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 the point it. The stigma, the stigma again. And what, what? Why do you think they've done it? Why do you think? Have you heard any argument that that's convinced you as that it's a good reason? One that, word, Joe. Money. Yeah. Okay. Money. That's what it's all about. Money. Yeah. It's a saving of whatever money it is. Okay. But money is not the be all and end all, Joe. Yeah. You know. But it's about being rejected again. It is, of course, Joe. Yes, indeed. Okay. Okay. Thank you, uh, Joe. Thanks, thank you, Peter. Joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And as this month of February 2023 comes to an end, uh, it means this Friday we will be in uh, the D Hotel in Drogheda with our Funny Friday. It's worth coming, by the way, uh, I said to the people after, just to see June Rogers' costumes. They are absolutely ast- astonishing. But anyway, the other special guests, as well as June, as well as Frank, as well as Packy, all the different, and all four. The other guest, uh, special guest this week is Brush Shields. If you have Alexa, just show Alexa, play Brush Shields. You're going to get uh, a, a about 20 Celtic rock anthems which will have you dancing. Joe at RT.ie, Friday the D Hotel, Dave Gibson was on sound, Jane Galvin was the BCO, Shannon Gorman producer, and Ray Darcy's next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.